0: There's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today.
1: Jason and Tim sit in the bleachers.
0: Hey, bada 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 bada.
1: So, Ken sits in his brother's seats behind home plate. Inside Access 105.7, the Fan second to last full practice available to the media today. Jonas Schaefer was there. He covers the Ravens for the Baltimore Banner and he joins us now. And Jonas, good afternoon. Thank you as always for joining us. Were you expecting Rashad Bateman and J.K. Dobbins to be so happy at their press conferences today?
2: Uh, well, I, would, I would say that J.K. was uh, more smiley than Rashad. Uh, I, I don't think either of them uh shrunk from any questions which uh, i appreciated considering just how long it has been yeah since we talked to either of those guys um i'm sure there was a a lot of coaching on what might be on the menu as far as questions went but i was i was happy to see them i was uh, appreciative of, of the answers and uh i hope this isn't the last time that we talk to them for uh for for, for the for the you know for foreseeable future <laughs>
3: Jonas J.K. Dobbins was asked about his uh, quote wild card loss to the Bengals about being that bell cow running back, and he kind of dialed it back, saying, "If we're running the ball, that's all I meant. I didn't mean like I want to be a ball hog." Are you buying that? <laughs> that he you know walking that back?
2: Um, I think there's, I think there's probably some some gray area there that, you know. I guess I would have a tough time believing, um, you know, he definitely was upset. I was there in that locker room with him. Uh, I think it's fair to say that because of how well he was running the ball, he would have liked to have gotten those touches in the end zone. And if he had, then, you know, maybe the the Ravens would would have won that game and we're seeing a different story about Tyler Huntley and that ill-timed QB sneak. So, uh, I think it is a fair reframing of what those quotes were. Uh, But in the moment, if you'd asked me what exactly he meant by those, I definitely would have gone with a different interpretation.
1: We're talking to Jonas Shavert's Inside Access here on The Fan. Jonas, let's talk about some of the guys that have been here for for a minute and been practicing and playing. Uh, Gus Edwards did not play Monday night, but as it struck you as odd that – and we played a cut earlier from Gus talking about how much he loves the Monk in offense, but it doesn't seem like the Monk in offense necessarily loves him. Like, Justice Hill has been the one throughout. Gus played in the first preseason game, but after
2: Hill. Yeah, it's it's uh, you know it's, it's definitely interesting. I mean, I you know Gus was obviously on a bit of a pitch count during OTAs, and I think again during minicamp, um, yeah, I, I think the fact that he didn't play on Monday is a good sign for just where you know how highly the coaches think of him and just how much they are eager to protect him. Um, and obviously, you know Justice has only had what five carries total, and, and I think one catch. So it's not like there is just this huge disparity between. Uh, you know, how much time they're getting and and where they're getting it. I mean, obviously, Justice has come out with starters. It's possible that, you know, he is ahead of Gus in Todd Munkin's own personal preference of, you know, how those guys want to be used considering, you know, his his ability as a blocker, as a runner, as a receiver. I mean, I think, uh, you know, I think Justice is probably better suited for some of the kind of zone running schemes that Todd Munkin did use and did rely upon at Georgia and that we'll probably see more of. Uh, In this Ravens offense. Um, So, uh, you know, for for all the people who are (laughs) deciding between taking Justice Hill and Gus Edwards in their ravens tilted fantasy football team, I don't know what to tell you, bud, but uh, I don't think there's probably a a huge, uh, you know, drop off from one to the other, depending on how you arrange it.
3: Jonas, we know that the Ravens typically love keeping at least one undrafted rookie free agent, and the hot name now is Keaton Mitchell. Do, do you think the Ravens would keep four running backs and Patrick Ricard?
2: I did a 53-man roster, and then I indeed kept all four of those guys uh, at the exclusion of Melvin Gordon and, and kept Patrick Ricard. I think Patrick Ricard is... By far the the safest bet in this in this whole arrangement, I think the value that he provides on that deal uh, is you know pays for itself basically. So I would be shocked if, unless they are, you know, again, you know, asking him to take some kind of pay cut and come back with a handshake agreement that he would not make that initial 53. But I think what Melvin's shown uh, as a returner, even though again the, the value of that in this particular year with the special teams rules being what they are could be argued, but I think, you know, he's fast enough physical enough to, to maybe contribute elsewhere on special teams, which obviously goes a, a long, long way with John Harbaugh, Melvin Gordon, probably at this point, you know, an offense only option. So I think what we've seen from Keaton uh, just with that breakaway speed, the fact that, you know, he could be an effective replacement for Tyler Bede and what the Ravens lost when he jump shift to Denver at the end of last year. I think that's valuable. I mean, I think what only justice is signed beyond this, uh, beyond this season in terms of running back contracts. And um, we don't know how things are going to play out with Gus. We don't know how things are going to play out with JK. So why not keep Keaton in the building and have him under team control for three years, especially on a cheap, you know, undrafted uh, rookie type contract.
1: Jonas, who do you expect to see playing Saturday against Tampa? It's like, like I know somebody has to play. Cause you only have 90 and you sort of start running out. But like some of these guys we know aren't going to play.
2: Yeah. You know, I would imagine they, they want to probably see more from some of the guys who they've been lining up as starters who are also starters just to kind of get them up to game speed. I mean, I, I know obviously the, Early returns on David Jabo in the preseason haven't been especially promising, but I think you can just chalk some of that up to him getting confident, getting his sea legs underneath him, getting up to just a, you know, a point mentally where he's been able to think fast and just play fast. Uh, I know, you know Harbaugh maybe made some minor headlines today when he said Lamar wants to play, but that is uh, not the read that I got on Lamar from when he was asked about the preseason yeah. last week. So I would be shocked personally if Lamar gets even a series on uh, on Saturday. So I, I wouldn't expect too much difference between, you know, what we've been seeing these past two weeks in the preseason and what we might see on Saturday other than the guys who are coming back from injury and might want to, you know, who, who might be on the bubble or whatever. Like, you know, it'd be great to see an Arthur Mollett out there, but I just don't know the Ravens fans, don't know where they feel like these guys are physically, but it would be great to see a Mollett. It would be great to see Jalen Armour Davis get out there because, frankly, we just haven't seen a yeah. whole lot of them. We're
3: speaking to Jonas Schaefer, who covers the Ravens for the Baltimore Banner. It's inside access on the Fan. Jonas, in your 53-man roster projection, you do have Ben Cleveland making the team. Yeah. Would it surprise you if he doesn't?
2: Oh yeah, absolutely. That that is just a dart throw at this point. And you know, talking to that with uh, with Ryan Mink today, who's kind of done his own back of the back of the napkin 53. He, he did raise the point that you know we have not seen. Patrick McCarry taking snaps at center basically at any point in training camp. So if that is a clue as to the Ravens plans for who could be the, you know, break, in, you know, break glass in case of emergency, Tyler Leonard unavailable, then it would lead you to believe that, you know, Sam Mustaver at this point is more in their plans than Patrick McCarry, which would then lead you to believe that, you know, he is more valued, more valuable to this team than Ben Cleveland, even though I think Ben Cleveland has had a solid preseason, all things considered. So, um, it is just a value proposition at this point between, you know, who the Ravens feel gives them the most. It might not be Ben Cleveland. It might not be Sam For it might be some guy that we, you know, is not even on the radar. Who is just a kind of surprise cut around the league, and the Ravens can either claim him off waivers or get him in the building with a free agent deal. So. At this point, all bets are off, and uh, pretty, much, pretty much anything would you – know, nothing would surprise me at this point with with uh, Ben Cleveland.
1: Jonas, they, they did get some good news today. Rakia Sin back out of practice. You mentioned Jalen Armour-Davis, Millette back out of practice, uh, Darby practicing. So they're starting to get some guys in there.
2: Yeah. <laughs> but will they be on the initial 53? Uh, that <laughs> is the question. I mean, it's just – Uh, I I do not envy you guys uh, trying to keep listeners while you explain the vagaries of vested veteran rules. So uh, (laughs) um, (laughs) uh, my condolences to you and and your listeners.
3: Uh, Jonas, uh, what do you think happens at the quarterback position? Now that Tyler Huntley's still not practicing, could you see them roll with three, especially if Tyler still isn't practicing next week?
2: Uh, Well, I mean, if if it's next week, uh, I mean, like, you know, we, I guess we won't see them until Monday, and at that point, you know, we'll probably, you know, we won't get a chance to see a whole lot of them, um, you know, because it'll be back to the regular in-season mode, and he might be out there and then go, you know, inside. So I don't think there's a whole lot to be made of participation next week. Um, I imagine he, he would probably be limited, anyways, and I think obviously just the the time frame that this team has, the window that they have to to get Huntley healthy, you know, unless they feel that this is a chronic condition, which I don't think it is. I I still think that the the smart money is on them just keeping two and those two being Lamar and Tyler Huntley. Um, Maybe Josh Johnson kind of changed their minds, but I just think that the value that the Ravens would have on, you know, having a value, excuse me, a mobile quarterback Tyler Huntley as opposed to a more traditional pro style guy like Josh Johnson, I I think is, is uh, very, very important. So Again, unless there's been a huge setback with Tyler Huntley, and I don't think there has been, then I, I still think they will look to keep two, just considering the roster crunch elsewhere that they have to deal with. Hey,
1: Jonas, correct me if I'm wrong, Josh Johnson, assuming he clears waivers, is eligible for the practice squad, correct?
2: Yeah, you know, they can only keep so many guys who have, you know, X. Seasons or, or or our best of veterans i think that might be the uh, consideration here um but yeah he, he could definitely be uh you know moved to the practice squad if, if they make the other roster math work elsewhere yeah so
1: don't you like that to me that is that seems like i think he'd clear waivers don't, like that that they they obviously like josh johnson enough that could be a place for him right
2: yeah I, and I, I think they would probably i mean at this point you know, prefer to have him over Anthony Brown considering the, the yeah. very rock camp that Anthony Brown has had. It's just a matter of like, we don't know, you know, well, I'm, I'm sure we've talked you know plenty about, we don't know how, how the special teams rules are going to affect the Ravens roster math, but we also don't know how the Brock Purdy rule is going to affect other teams roster math. I mean, like, you know, the 49ers, we know are, are probably going to take three quarterbacks, um, you know, maybe four considering we don't know what's going to happen with this Trey Lance situation. So, uh, it is up to anyone's guess, you know, to try to divine what is going to happen with teams keeping two or three quarterbacks considering the, the roster flexibility that you get with all this.
1: Jonas Schaefer covers the Ravens for the Baltimore Banner. Jonas, always great, man. Thank you so much for your time.
0: You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.